This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. What's up? Hello. Gosh, that was hard for me to get out this time. Yeah, I don't know what you started laughing about. <laughs> Eric's like, we're good. Thumbs up. And it just made me laugh. And I'm like, we're, rolling. we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, edit things out. You're going to have to. You, I think you can. <laughs> there, <no. laughs> there's a long, awkward silence. You can and you will. <laughs> yeah. um, do what I want. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got kind of a jam-packed podcast today, a little bit, a lot of a lot of reviews going on. We've got to talk about it, chapter two, and farewell reactions. You were farewell on the thing, and I almost said it like that. Oh yeah, on the, on and the, then uh, I've got <laughs> off to a good got, start, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're really together this week, and then I got bad, uh, some trailers. Good. Got bad boys, Jojo Rabbit. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Birds, mm-hmm. birds of trailers, prey, which I saw. The teaser, the for teaser, it. not the movie. Yeah, <laughs> saw it in the theater and may only see yeah. it in the theater. What? What? <laughs> and we got... should also explain what Birds of Prey is because yeah. that's a very. It's a movie coming. It's out. It's a movie coming out. We we'll explain more later yeah. on that. And then we got uh, some news and some wrap up forecasting to do. So. Should we get started? I, I want to know should. all about it. You were supposed to see it, it for Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, I was unable to, uh, yeah. but Eric came in clutch for this one, so I thank him. I, I will see it for next week's episode. Nice. Yes. I won't be here for next week's yeah, episode. No, I can, all right. I'll, I'll say as much as I can without spoiling anything. Um, we want thanks. all the spoilers. I mean, obviously, I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I love the first one. I thought it was great. It doesn't feel like it was already two years ago, though, but. Yeah, it's crazy. I still had the little, like collector's cardboard thing in my car from the first one Mm. but uh the Mm -hmm. second one it you know not to beat around the bush i would say it's not as good as the first one at least not as well like constructed put together and that's mainly just due to its length and while i don't usually think length in and of itself is a bad thing um it comes down to how you structure it and how you pace it out and there's a decent portion of the middle stretch in this where the losers club break up and go their own separate ways for a little bit that kind of drags the movie down but all of the important things like the the casting the performances the chemistry of the grown-up losers the sense of friendship that they have to rediscover all of that i feel like is is pitch perfect um especially the cast it you know, everybody was excited about the cast going into yeah. this thing. It's like, whoa, this is so perfect. But seeing pictures of them doesn't really do it justice. Seeing them interact with each other, cracking jokes, being scared together, going through all of those emotions that they went through as kids now as like 40 plus year old adults. It, it's really, it's really, really well done. Well, I could tell they had really good chemistry when they walked on stage at CinemaCon and they had all oh, the, sure, yeah. the children and then their adult counterparts yeah. and it just worked. No one stood out. Like it would it huh. was a weird oddly weird thing where it's like, yeah, that would be the person that Yeah, I mean you would, would be think them as adults. Like part of me wanted to when it, the cast was first announced kind of like rank the popularity of the different adult actors like Right. Because obviously Bill Hader is like really popular among people, probably yeah. more than oh, I can't remember the guy who plays Grown Up Eddie's name um, than he is at this current yeah. time. But when you see them all on screen together, there's not like a clear star. They're right. they're they're very much just the Losers Club, and that works really 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 well. Um, I don't know. There's not much I can say without really spoiling we it. We had a really in depth conversation before the podcast this morning because we always like to talk about stuff before we podcast about it and you totally gave spoilers away to kyle one thing i didn't (laughs) think was was a spoiler but apparently kyle doesn't didn't know wasn't familiar with this one very well it's like the least familiar thing of all the familiar things (laughs) in my opinion but yeah well i mean if it's fine though it's not gonna ruin you it's not gonna ruin the miniseries too i thought you had seen the miniseries i never got around to seeing the miniseries no well i thought you did i don't i mean of course i hear from like friends or strangers or whatever who were like, did you know there's a giant turtle in the book? Yes, I've heard about the... <laughs> like there's those things, but what you were saying was... Yeah. That's so so I won't repeat that here. 
That's so funny because I read like like online plot synopsis details so I could like know what happens because I'm never going to see this movie. I don't do horror. And um, and I had no idea about the giant turtle, but I totally knew about her husband becoming like the minion of the it thing and all this other yeah. stuff. No, there's a lot of little things in the book that aren't in this one. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine them being in there because this thing's already like three hours long. But all in all, I will say that it nails the ending. I feel like it's a very, very satisfying conclusion to the pretty epic story. Um, and I ended up leaving the theater very, very uplifted. I always like me a good ending. I just yeah. won't sit through horror to get it. <laughs> it's not that scary. I take his scars guard is still good as Pennywise. Oh, because he looks yeah, he just looks yeah. amazing in the trailer. <laughs> he he takes on a lot more. Well, maybe the same amount. He takes on a lot of different forms in this one, which is one of the things that I didn't love about the movie. Is just there's a pretty big reliance on like CG care or monster designs for the different forms uh, it takes. But you know, whatever. I just mm. feel like it. There, there are parts of the movie where you can tell that it's like practical and those work so much better yeah. than the CG. And a lot of the CG just, they look a little silly. I think the same was kind of what happened in the first It. Yeah. If I recall. Like, they still freaked me out, but I'm, you know, the biggest scaredy cat of them all. So <laughs> I mean, maybe this movie will give you a few spooks. I think it will. I think it, um, even though you think that it's not as scary, I probably will still be. Yeah. I, I mean, probably will still be freaking out. Are you going to go to like a matinee? <laughs> Will that help? <laughs> or you're like, I'm going to totally do this at night and walk to my car at like one no, in the I morning. Hope I, I hope I do it at night. I, you're it, not going to be part scared walking your car afterwards because you're going to be so uplifted because that's such a happy ending. Oh. Well, I, the, I hope that's right. <laughs> I could be lying. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that gives me hope, though, because I'm really excited for um, Yeah, this it's, a, it's a good time. Next movie. It's a good time. And, good. if you know, if anything... I feel like most people just want to see the losers back together fighting, yeah. the, fighting that clown again, and you will get that. Yeah, the, that that group was definitely the best part. So it's great that it's being replicated again. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a, just so much interest for it. it. Did over 10 million in early show previews yeah, like last 10. night? 5, great 10. start. 6, something. I would yeah. say that, that's a great start, right? Oh my gosh, that's I think so it's, good. It's the yeah. second Anything over highest a million opening is good. for a horror film behind the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I I think it's gonna be really big it's going to be great this weekend it, it will be a good way to kind of end what should have been a, a big summer weekend last weekend <laughs> but it'll be this one mm-hmm. i also probably liked it as much as, as i did because as we've said on this podcast before our theater speakers were all just broken yeah but they fixed them they apparently so now fixed i have them. actual surround sound that gets me really yes. excited now oh be excited <laughs> you yeah. will, it'll you won't have to lean forward and cup your ears I just feel so bad for consumers that don't realize things like that like if something sounds off it probably is off and then it sounded so they, off for they so deserve long. a good they deserve surround sound they deserve good sound they deserve good seats consumers just deserve oh. this for the experience one thing that i hate more than anything about this theater now everything yeah. that's been wrong with the theater in the history I hate, this. <laughs> I hate this so much i don't know why they started doing this, this. is gonna be good it's so lazy so like you get your tickets yeah there's a nice perforated line where they tear the ticket in half. They keep yep. one. They give you one. I don't know why, but the past three movies that I saw, their new thing is to just fold it in half and tear it halfway down. So now all my little ticket stubs just have a tear through like the middle. What well, they do, they can't use the perforated Wait, line halfway. They tear it half. Oh, I thought you meant they the only top? like. Yes, I thought you meant they, they just, only like, bend the ticket in half and then just do a little like tear. They got rid of your hard cardstock first they get rid of that and they go to this crappy receipt paper and then they bring it back a little bit with slightly higher quality i'm like okay at least they're still perforated and you know they tear it in half keep one give you the other that's how it's always been done but no there's still the perforated line but what they do is just fold the ticket in half and instead of tearing the perforated line they just they rip really like obviously people aren't going to be able to see this but they do this yeah and then just give it to you and then that's it wait so what Eric did was that he folded like this piece of paper in half, and then he basically just ripped it from ripped the top, it from Not, the top down, so, like, but tear, only like a slight tear. The font yeah. it tears through like what? But they don't even keep anything. They just no, tear it they in just front of you. Rip it halfway and give it back to you. Basically, what they did was that they knocked the drink out of your hand and then just stared at you <laughs> yeah. 
asking why you ran I, into them. Obviously, they're doing <laughs> it for security so people can't take a ticket stub and be like, oh, I'm in the movie and <sighs> flash it and go I in. But how it. many people are really the next doing time I'm going to be like, hey, do you mind just ripping the perforated edge? I don't cheat the system here. I have six years worth of ticket stubs. They that are going to show you if you, you want. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be so baffled if you like, just they, say that. I'm just curious. Uh, there's there's an obvious perforated line there meant to tear it. Can I don't I know why you use that. <laughs> yeah. Why are you ripping it through the b- main body and covering up the, <laughs> the name of the movie that I saw? So I hate, uh, I hate that. That is... I, I'm going to be thinking about that when I go see oh. it tonight. Yeah. Don't do it. You're like, don't rip my ticket. You just yell at him. Just them. shake them. Yeah. Just, it, it, you monster. You knock it out of their hand. <laughs> yeah. it Why'd you me. run into me, man? Yeah. <laughs> it irked me. It irked me. <laughs> Goodell. That, wow, yeah. That. At first I was going to be like, okay, Eric, what'd they do with your ticket? But that actually is very strange. Well, That's I mean, a, just, I like my ticket stubs, and yeah. now I don't want to sure. hold on to these things. It's just a it's, silly security measure to make sure you're not using the same stub to go back into the film but no one's doing that i just oh barely anyone no offense Aaron, yeah. keeps the tickets because i think in this day well no in this day and age people just it's don't digital. have time to go back into all these movies yeah. you obviously had to buy a ticket so yeah. you spent money on the first one and then to then try to go back and get a second showing because I mean, I guess if you're digging ticket stubs out of the trash can, you're like, look, I haven't paid for this one. Why don't you just? But they can, if they looked at the stub, they could see the show time was obviously either not correct or the date. Yeah, I I mean, if they looked closely, which who knows? I have to have a talk with the manager. Yeah. Hey, I've been coming to this theater for many years now. You're just gonna get your tickets and and laminate them right away. The last, the last time I talked to one of their managers, they just baffled me with their weird Toy Story Showtime. Thing. Yeah, I remember that. God, that was the weird. I don't no, know. They just they're they like, there's no. There's always that certain time of year where it's a like, special thing. No, it's it's still. I don't know. There's it's always that time of year now, where but. like it, the, they clean the slate and just get all new people in, and they don't really know what's going on. Well, that it happens. Could be, yeah. I think here because of there's a call it we're college yeah. town, and oh, so that's absolutely why. Yeah, they get new new kids in and rotate them in, and yeah. yeah and the one guy who was doing the ticket tearing, this is how I found out this was the system. He was obviously like probably his first or second day, and he's like really trying to do a good job, <laughs> yeah. almost like scared, like the managers are probably looking Gotta at me tear every just second. Right, Jimmy. And so like he handed me my <laughs> ticket back, and he's I was like, oh, he's the, I guess they aren't tearing on the line, okay. And then like he like kind of ran after me as I. I took like 10 steps kind of by the concession stand. He's like, oh, wait, here, one second. I'm like, what? And he's like, here, I, I just need to do this. <laughs> and then he <laughs> tore it in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, that's even better. What? I'm like, um, what did you just do? That it literally is him running up, <laughs> knocking your yes. drink out of your hand. It's, like, it's, um, it's exactly that. What do, you, what do you think you're doing there? It's like, uh, is this how it's Don't done? Touch my ticket. Uh, I mean, I felt bad for him because he obviously was like, "Oh no, I didn't tear his ticket. I'm gonna yeah. get fired." Yeah, yeah. totally. So, but, Poor guy. But, oh. but Eric's like, "Oh great, I still." And then he just runs it's up. It's like torture. He tortured you. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. And you, and you're too polite, nice to say anything. Oh, of course. So you're like, he's just a little grunt. And then inside, just got you're hired. just screaming at him. Like, <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. Is this really the, the best system? <laughs> you know, you don't have to follow every corporate rule by the right. book, like the fine print. Eh, you wait a few months, and then you'll, and then he'll see. I get it. Eric advocating but that's rebellion. That's just so funny. He ran after you. He ran uh, after you and yeah. knocked your drink out of your hand. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't do my job. There's one thing I need to do. I hope it's the kid. I hope that's the kid stuff. that rips my ticket. Because I, I'm gonna laugh. I will probably like start chuckling in front of him if I get if I think it is. The same guy. Just be like, just so you know, there's somebody out there who hates you guys. <laughs> You're never going to know who it is. You've made an enemy today. <laughs> just watch your back, kid. No, it's not him. No, it's not. That's just really funny, though. Oh, well, uh, did they do that with the farewell? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the As- one that they did it with. They did it with the farewell, and then they did it with the Midsummer Director's Cut the next day. And then when I went and saw it last night, they, they did, did it, it again. again. I'm like, this is the new system, I guess. Um, I hate this. Well, how was the farewell? <laughs> Should we oh. after that traumatizing experience? <laughs> were you able to enjoy the movie? Should oh, we yeah. describe what this movie is first? Yeah, the farewell. Um, it's pretty uh, unknown, I would say. Yeah, it's a little under the radar. It's an A twenty four movie. Um, it came out 
like I think last month, but it only just now came to this theater. Yeah, it's been uh, growing wider and yeah, wider. It's written limited. and directed mm-hmm. by this Chinese American named Lulu Wang, and it's based on I think on her own family. But essentially, it's the story of this grandma in a large family. She still lives in China, and she's been diagnosed uh, with advanced lung cancer. It's like stage four or something, and it's bas- she's terminal, basically. There's nothing that, that the doctors can do. And the main character, Billy, played by Aquafina, um, she came to America with her parents when she was really young, and she's been living in New York City, just kind of, you know, getting by. Um, and they find out the news, and they all decide to go back to China to be with the grandma. Um, and they use the wedding of another family member as like a cover for everybody to be there with her. But the the main twist is that in China and a lot of Eastern cultures, um, it's the majority of families opt to not tell the person who's sick that they're dying. So they do everything they can to kind of keep the news hidden from her. They <laughs> there's they like Photoshop the test results to replace what it actually says, so then they can give it like, see, look, see, look, Nana, you're 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 okay. Um, and so that's kind of the the premise of the movie. But the, um, the movie itself is probably it might be my favorite movie of the year. Maybe it's where I was when I saw it. You know, traumatized. Kind. I mean, no, because <laughs> the movie it's obviously incredibly sad because yeah. you. The dramatic irony, every, all the family members are like, this may be the last time I'm talking to my grandma or talking to Nai Nai, but they can't let her know. And so there's this constant, like, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It doesn't sound like it would be, but there's this constant, you know, irony of them lying to her, but it's a good lie. And... And the main character doesn't sit well with her because she obviously grew up in America where we're pretty honest. We wouldn't shield yeah, something yeah, no, like that. She's, <laughs> there's a funny bit at the beginning where none of the family member want none of the family members want her to be there. They're like, no, we all decided that it's best if you don't come. It's like, what? She's <laughs> like, you can't hide your emotions. You're very, you know, you're not good at, at that. Yeah. But then she obviously goes anyways. Mm-hmm. It's an incredibly sweet, beautiful story that just, tackles a lot of things about you know it makes you think about how much time you really spend with your grandparents or as you get older how much time you really spend with your parents and kind of what their lives are like once you're gone the things that they go through what it's like for your parents to grow to grow old without their kids around it's a lot of really melancholy things but the movie handles it all in just very humorous loving ways and every scene just has like a standout moment that you remember and also has an incredibly happy ending too. So it's another very uplifting movie. It's just a little bit more difficult along the way, yeah. but in a good way. I've been wanting to see this movie so bad. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten to it yet. I'm <laughs> going to try to, cause I've been looking forward to this anymore. one like all summer. Well, that just, was it only here me. on the weekend? It was here. I think so. Yeah. It only was here for Labor Day weekend and it played, like at noon and like 3 p.m. Yeah, it was like two like show times yeah, that never worked. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> so I saw it on Labor Day. Bummer. Yeah. It's well, got to be. hopefully see it somehow. Hopefully. But. I mean, it might be getting close to like it's a VOD date, release date or something. Hope so. But yeah, that movie is very, very good. I literally only hear the exact same things that you're saying is that it's just fantastic and well, it's the one story of, is one of my favorite parts about it is and... like obviously Aquafina is like the main character. Yeah. And I guess Nai Nai, her grandma, is like kind of the second lead character. Right. But all of the family members, because there's a lot of them, they're all together kind of the main character. Because mm-hmm. like almost every scene has the family sitting around a dinner table or, you know, going out doing errands, just spending time together. And you just see how each different member kind of is handling the news yeah. and how they try and save face. And it's, there's just so many little moments that you're just mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's so sweet. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's very good. It's hard to do to have a large cast of characters be like almost the main characters in their mm-hmm. own right. So oh, yeah. that'll be interesting to see how that's pulled off. Yeah. Is it subtitled? I mean, parts of it. Yeah. But Billy's obviously she's American, so there's so, a lot of English. But mm-hmm. that's good. But a lot of it's in, uh, I think Mandarin. I'm not sure, but 
you know, Chinese. Nice. Well, I, I definitely like me Aquafina, so I really wanted to yeah. see this movie. This was the first movie I've really seen her in. Like, because you never watched Crazy Rich Asians. No, I hadn't. I haven't seen it. <sighs> well, that's interesting though, because that's probably like her first dramatic Big. performance. Yeah. Yeah. And she's has been known only for like comedies so far. So that's going to be a strange angle to see if you like see her in a comedy next and see. How yeah, that... I mean, maybe. Yeah. I thought she was fantastic. Everybody yeah. in it was fantastic. Like the trailer alone, I was like, oh, this is. Aquafina doing something else. All right, I might like this. So, yeah, that gives me. This is all I know from her, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to start. That's awesome. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians was a great way to start. You will love her in that. I bet. No, I. I mean, I remember her from the trailer. She has like the short blonde haircut. Right? Yeah, yeah. She was good in it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. How you so. <laughs> Your traumatic experience included Farewell, It, and Midsommar <laughs> Director's Cut. How did, did the director's cut change anything on Midsommar for I mean, you? For me, I I mean, I had seen Midsommar three times in one yeah. week already. <laughs> so it's like very, it was very, very ingrained in my mind. So I, I feel like I picked up on every new thing. Uh-huh. And obviously I wouldn't have gone and seen it three times if I didn't already love it. Right. Uh, so to me, it was just more of what I loved. Um, I wouldn't say that there's enough there to make this the version of of Midsommar. I feel like you can't go wrong with whichever one you see. Um, I would probably recommend people just see the theatrical one if they haven't seen it before, just because, I mean, the director's cut is like three hours long. And, right. You know, there's only so much you can handle of this if you haven't seen something Gosh. like it before. Yeah. Uh, but no, I th- I think it... It fleshes out the characters even more. Um, it ties together little subplots that they weren't left hanging, but you had to kind of think about what connected them. So maybe it's a little bit more clear in the director's cut. Um, and the new scenes were all good. You get more sarcastic, kind of <laughs> jerkish Will Poulter's Mark character. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> uh, you I get a him. lot more of just her <laughs> just awful boyfriend spineless coward boyfriend from jack rainer Reiner, yeah whatever his last name is you get a little bit more of everything really nice. um only if you like very that stuff yeah only only a very small amount of it is not good like not for the better uh you had an article about it that details it out pretty well on our side uh silverscreeninsider.com so that would be a good read <laughs> oh. if people want to get a little bit more of what you're saying anyway thanks for the plug you're you're welcome <laughs> it's my pleasure <laughs> I, as i understand it though cody was watching her own movie i was <laughs> this past couple so of days. Let's, let's hear it well recently the bad boys for life trailer came out <laughs> yeah day or two ago something yeah like that. and it looks awesome who doesn't love will smith and Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Who together. doesn't love what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> I just blanked. Yeah, you it's did. Just, it's Friday, guys. And sometimes I just the saw you week, start to zone out. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> he caught me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, No, so my husband really likes Bad Boys. And mm. he's so excited for this. So I'm like, well, I've never seen him. <laughs> and he thought that was blasphemous. So we are watching them now. And last night we watched um, the first Bad Boys. I didn't get to see the ending. I will say because children and lives, but um, I have put them in the room. It's like 1995, Will (laughs) Smith. It's awesome. It takes takes me back to 90s movies. I mean, there's no CGI backdrop, so it's like smoke and lighting, and you know that (laughs) they're practical. They're not really on a roof, (laughs) but but it's okay. You just forget about that. Mm -hmm. It's that sweaty people. Great (laughs) one-liners. I just I I love it. The captain is yelling at everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so good and so funny. So pulpy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It totally <laughs> 90s takes you back to that. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so as, far. As much as we rag on like franchises um, trying to make a comeback or trying to make that fourth movie that never, you know. Yeah. Um, it is cool to see that they do like gain like n- new audiences to check out like the older stuff. Like, uh-huh. what came Will before. that happen with this though? 
I mean, it started with Cody. I'm not saying yeah. it does like a very good job at it. I'm just saying like at least it's cool that well, it's able to do. I'm it. definitely I'm gonna watch the second Bad Boys now, and I feel like I will be fully prepared for this third one. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the yeah, third true. one, I think it's been in development hell for a little while now. Oh, like, a good. It's while. been yeah. getting yeah. changed, talents coming and leaving. I mean, they only push back, push back, push back. They finally started production earlier this year. I remember we. I uh, honestly thought it was gonna end up being it. like a, like a streaming title or like straight to dvd vod type oh thing. no there's too oh, many explosions yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no when i saw the trailer movie like, oh, theater okay. film okay. no so the first one was good we had some comments on our facebook page about like why are they making another there's one some haters out there yeah, yeah there we, were some haters <laughs> i don't know where that's coming from people yeah, this is really the, good we posted the trailer i haven't seen it so i being can't like say. who's excited for bad boys and everyone was like no <laughs> <laughs> we're like who cares sorry apparently no one likes bad boys anymore I well thought, that's what i'm saying like yeah is this third one is there like a big market for it it's coming out in January. I feel like people, I mean, that's not, not a very good sign. Yeah, you know After how January movies are. After having the first one, I feel like people have forgotten how how good these are and how like they need it. Maybe in Will life. Smith will be enough. They've just forgotten. It's I been mean, like what I, I could say the same maybe. thing about Men in Black and look how that turned out. People yeah, forgot I mean, about that the was first Men in Black too. and that was Will Smith too. True. Uh, My gut's telling me. Bad that Boys 3 is going to come out to back. terrible reviews. Fair enough. Yeah. It's going to come out to terrible reviews. It's Oof. not going to make a lot of money, and it's going to fade away. It's going to be one of those January movies you forget about. But hey, they finally convinced Martin Lawrence. He finally <laughs> came back, baby. <laughs> but I hope oh. it's good. Yeah. I do hope it's good, I, ho- I always hope all movies are good. I realize that um, the first one has Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, but has like Tia Leone in it. And I just saw her, and I was like, oh, yeah. I miss the 90s. <laughs> just nostalgia, miss it. yes. I do. That's the nostalgia I like. I don't like the force-fed like nostalgia. Like, remember back when Goonies was so popular? Yeah. No, I like the... It was the little things that I enjoyed about the movie. Not only like the non-CGI backdrops, but like the bullet sounds. I know I keep saying this, Old but movie it's yeah, a certain sound. And sure, I'm like, sure. oh, it's the sound that's been there since like the 60s. Yeah. The same it ain't pew, broke. Pew. What's the sound? I don't know what's saying. Not don't this, fix it. Don't fix it. If yes. it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I was going to say, if it don't broke, don't break it. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I like that. I like that. I'm going to say that now. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, new Bad Boys trailer, it looks really cool. Oh so I hope it is really cool and it's not to, a flop. I'm going to have to do a write-up. <laughs> what my thoughts are on the first Bad Boys. So far, so good. Sure. What my thoughts are on the second Bad Boys. Like a live update, like 27 yeah. minutes in. Oh my gosh, I loved when this <laughs> guy yeah. came through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> They're cutting heroin with ether, whatever mm. that is. And I'm highly flammable. There's scientists. There's a bad. The bad guy's name is Fouché. <laughs> that is fantastic. Fouché. It is a fantastic name for a villain. But he will just kill you without any remorse. In Miami, That's of course, there's time. drugs. I'm curious to hear your neon. thoughts on Bad Boys Two because it's like either Bad Boys is the best or Bad Boys Two is the, like there's no. It's always Bad Boys half Two split. is just like Bad Boys One cranked up to eleven. Yeah, Ooh. but I, I'm gonna but I hear like, like Bad Boys Two is the best, and then like there's like another half where it's like no, it's I think Bad in Boys Hot Fuzz, One. Like there's no the, real like winner. I think the in joke in Hot Fuzz it regard is about Bad Boys Two. I think yeah. in Hot Fuzz, Ooh. I'm trying to. Oh, because like Nick Frost is obsessed Frost with like is... rolling on your back and shooting up into the air. Yeah, yeah he's a fan of those action. But movies. that wasn't yeah, from Bad right. Boys. That was from. Um, that was from Bad Boys Two. The shooting, rolling on your back, shooting up in the air. Yeah, I think. Oh no, 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 no that's the... uh, that's Keanu Reeves yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what was that with Patrick Swayze? That movie. Point Break. Yeah. Where he's oh, gonna shoot Patrick that's... Swayze, but he yeah. can't because he's his buddy, so he shoots up in the air. Like, yeah, that's oh, right. Click, click, click. That's right. That is Point Break. I've never do seen Point re- Break, but I think that, that's the reference. In, I think they do. I, okay, I'm sure I'm they do. Going yeah, crazy. It's going crazy. He was a fan of the '90s action that's movie. So also yeah. another movie that I really like and I want to see again. Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. I've watched that so many it's times. Hot Fuzz is an amazing movie. It's really good. Yeah, so master. Oh. Anyway, so okay, so Bad Boys uh, makes yeah. us love Hot Fuzz. So there you go. That's so what the excited. trailer did. I'm excited to see like older versions of these characters still with all the action mm-hmm. and the funny one-liners. Seems like the heart and soul is still in the franchise. So maybe. Well, I can't wait to check it out. January cannot come fast enough. 
I kind of do this though. I, yeah, you do. <laughs> I get obsessed with these like weird movies. Yeah, it's I like never heard that about two days ago. This never would have yeah. happened, and then all of a sudden no. yesterday, you're like diehard Bad Boys fan. I know it's my obsession. <laughs> you're converted very fast. Oh, I, I love good. It. And a Bad Boys of all things. Like I know, obviously, <laughs> I know, obviously, you know, people love it. I feel like people love it kind of ironically. Because, like, neither of the two were, like... I mean, the second one was pretty I like how they bicker, like, the a married couple in it. I'm like, yeah, this is, like, the best buddy cup drama. It's pretty much any buddy cop movie ever know, made. They, just, they yell at ever. each other, and then they point like guns at each other, and then they point guns at other people. It's just... I like it. There's a lot of yelling, but in a funny way. Yeah. Funny, funny yelling Very is passionate. Funny. I still can't get over. I can't wait for a January movie. I feel like I did this with Shaft too, because I went and watched the other Shafts. Oh God! You, in preparation for the right. new Shaft movie. And what was another one? I did that. I went and did that with Stars Born. I watched all of the Stars yeah. Borns. But that was all smart. That was a smart play, though. It was. That was good. Yeah. I, I feel like, like oh, I appreciated there's this cultural moment coming up. I gotta be caught up so I can participate. I know. <laughs> but Bad Boys, I'm, it's not gonna be. It's a not big, gonna be the. It's gonna be like Shaft, where it wasn't the cultural moment I thought Oof. it was. It's gonna be exactly like that. I still enjoyed the <laughs> Shaft movies, though. Oh, as as you can. There's nothing bad about that. Mm. Did you see the new one? I haven't seen I the new remember. one yet, though. So you did. Yeah, oh, you kind of jumped ship like right I afterwards. I it you was did for some no. Reason. It was just you didn't watch the original one. You just watched the 2000 one, right? The 99 I watched one, parts of the original one. That one's hard, though. That's like yeah, that's like the acclaimed one. The 2000 yeah. one, people were not that hot about. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I want to see the the third one, but life got in the way. It's I've had a very busy summer, guys. I'm so excited! <laughs> I love the Shaft movies. Yeah. Like two days later, like, I'm gonna oh, watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, watch whatever. Third Shaft and love it. I just know it. I feel like that's a good investment on my part. Okay, uh, that was a good laugh. I admire your optimism. <laughs> uh, there's another trailer that we we're also wanting to discuss about. Uh, do we want to dive into that? Yeah, there are jo- a couple. Which one are we talking? Uh, oh, we talking gonna, about Jojo ta- Rabbit? Yeah, the um, kind of confusion over the tone, maybe of the trailer. Yeah, which I, I mean, is. honestly, I wasn't confused at all when mm. I first saw it. But you know, we're all pretty familiar with Taika Waititi here in yeah. the office. We know kind of his his humor, and he's I mean, he's half Jewish, obviously. Like mm-hmm. nobody, he's not glorifying Nazis. I don't understand how, but some people out there think that. That's maybe kind of what's happening here. I think, there's definitely going to be yeah. a not a large popu, po, um, population, but there's definitely going to be that group of um, people who are going to the movie. They're like, "Hey, we heard this was good. Let's check it out." But they're unaware of like what this movie is. And well, I, let's have, get, I have the quick, feeling that theaters could be like hating on for it or like give a quick summary of what it is about. That's confusing okay. people. So it takes place in Nazi Germany in the 30s, 40s. Yeah. And World it, War II time. Yeah, World War II time. It follows a 10-year-old boy who um, is probably like part of a Hitler youth yeah. group. Um, At which least is like, he's you know, raised to glorify and right. love Hitler. And um, in just the Nazi party, it's, the Hitler youth groups were like Boy Scouts for, for the Nazi party. And so there's a lot of other little boys that are just trying to learn survival skills and Nazi propaganda stuff. And the synopsis, which Kyle has <laughs> kindly given me, um, is that it is that it follows. It's a World War II satire that follows a lonely German boy whose worldview is turned upside down when he discovers his single mother, who's played by Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a young girl in her attic, aided obviously a young Jewish girl, aided only by his idiotic imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. Jojo must confront his naive patriotism. So yeah, he has an imaginary friend, and it's Hitler, played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> and, and and this neutral that came out, I think, really helps that synopsis. Uh, explain itself better than maybe like the first trailer did if you yeah. happen to see it because um, yeah it like it's made clear like this is a satire like the point is not to like let's glorify the Nazi regime or yeah, say that like literally what they it. did was funny like the point is that it's a satire on someone who was right. raised in uh the thought process of the Nazi regime only to mm-hmm. realize that maybe what he's doing is the wrong way to do I it. think a couple things about this obviously 
the Hitler character is this boy's manifestation of those beliefs. And yeah. as yeah. he meets the girl, he comes in conflict with his imaginary friend character. Mm. So it's played his... by Taika. Taika's yeah. Hitler. <laughs> so if you watch the trailer, you see that as the trailer goes, they start to fight. So he starts to like abandon his imaginary friend, which mm. is just another metaphor for abandoning those past beliefs and be and getting over that. Stuff. Yeah. So I think that in of itself is a great no it, the, it's a, a great, great part of the story taika's kind of absurdist humor right. just takes it to the extreme where he really kind of just isn't afraid mm-hmm. to paint nazis and hitler and just that whole belief system in just the most embarrassing light yeah because, absurd ways you know strip away all of the ugly things that we're seeing manifest in today's climate like yeah, it the, it's a ridiculous thing mm-hmm. to believe or to follow. And so Taika is like, why can't we just, you know, like take the piss out right. of it as yeah. and I, would say. And I like how at this point in this day and age where politically there's been this resurgence of neo-Nazism and white supremacy in into politics from the fringe to the mainstream because of sh- social media. I think it's a perfect time to for comedians to take that and shed light on it and make it a joke because we got to remember these beliefs are not mainstream. They're not right. We should be making the light of these and making them into a joke. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think though that people feel uncomfortable just even one discussing them and two laughing about laughing about them. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And that's the worry that I get is that when they feel uncomfortable about that, they're going to take it out on, uh, the theaters, the theater owners, maybe the studio itself, I don't know, which I I thought this would be a good time for us to just be like, since this trailer is out, be like, yeah. hey, like, pay attention to the trailer. Like, like the subject matter aside, see what the trailer is trying to say. Because I do think it says it's what it's trying to do very clearly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that. It's Keep it ob- like it's, its tagline is literally an anti-hate satire. Satire but keyword, the th- But yeah. the thing about, like, today's, you know, climate is some things are just so ridiculous that the line between satire and reality is like almost completely gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why maybe people are just having a harder time. Like when onion articles start feeling yeah. like real headlines <laughs> yeah. and you don't know oh, yeah. if oh, that's yeah. not real or not. Yeah, really. Though. So I'm saying like the line between satire and reality is so far gone that maybe some people are just like right. not used to the idea of satire because everything kind of seems like that anyway. Scary to think of. So, but it, you're, you're onto something. I though, have Eric. total faith that Taika is going to, you know, once you sit down and see the movie, be like, okay. Yeah, I, like I also think doing. it's from Fox Searchlight. It's going to go limited. This is not a mainstream big yeah. commercial no, movie. It might try and push out why, but it just depends on how Fox Searchlight or even Disney feels. Cause right. That's but all any controversy's got to be good a little bit. Gets us talking about yeah. it, about the movie. So that's always yeah. positive. Cause yeah, totally. Bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I mean, obviously, they're probably hoping maybe for some sort of awards recognition with this yeah uh, maybe like screenplay stuff like that yeah um it's just another kind of confusing attribute of it all is that yes it is fox searchlight but that is now a disney company and mm-hmm. so yeah. you <laughs> still have disney marketing behind it like, and hey, I, did you know disney has a movie about hitler that's yeah. a comedy and i think even though it really isn't disney it is fox searchlight's movie the blurring of who what parent company owns what is becoming so constrained and the reputation in the public is right that it's disney yeah is making a hitler movie it can very easily be that so i think there's some trepidation with this film and the marketing moving forward that you know to not equate it it's not going to be a disney film and i don't know why anybody would ever think that or assume that because disney got a hold of it they're going to tone it down it doesn't appear to be the case i mean the worry is understandable, but I don't think they're going to tone it down. I mean, there was reports a few weeks ago where they were like, one Disney rep says he's afraid of how Disney's going to look after seeing Jojo Rabbit. And it's like, it, it's under another banner. You're not going to see the Disney logo appear. Yeah, then it shows the Nazis marching <laughs> the, over. Yeah, over, that's not. Over it, Cinderella's castle. Like, they need a, or Beauty they'll and the be Beast fine. Castle? Is the, it Beauty and the Beast Castle now? I, I thought it was Cinderella's. I think it's still Cinderella's, Cinderella's castle. It should oh. be Cinderella's. I don't know. I, I thought know. it was Beauty. Or maybe they changed it to Beauty and the Beast's castle for, for just that movie. Whatever it is. Oh, they do change uh, the look depending on the movie sometimes. Yeah. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Anyway, um, 
Jojo Rabbit, Nazis. I thought the trailer was Let's hilarious. Let's have a laugh, right? Yeah, it's going to be I great. like how the it kids look keep hilarious. blowing stuff up. And any trailer that uses David Bowie is a good trailer in my book, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only felt like one little bit of like uneasiness with it, and that was the idea that his mom is a single mom and she's hiding this Jewish girl. And part of me had this dread that something oh, yeah. was going to happen oh, to her. going to be found out. And, and yeah. And I just, I, that I was more worried about that than the Hitler. That is interesting is to that's... see like how, cause <laughs> obviously, makes sense, though. obviously yeah. the whole movie can't be funny, 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 funny. No, like, it's going to have a serious, bad part. It's, it's very serious subject matter. And Taika's a smart guy. He's going to know that, you know, some serious things you need to deal with honestly. And so it is going to be interesting to see how he handles the inevitable, the inevitable darker material for right. sure. So, but yeah, I, left I can't it. wait for it. I can't, couldn't see the humor. I was just so worried about the mom. I was like, no, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. This, she obviously, this is her only child, and the little boys need their mommies. Oh my gosh, it got me. <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. I'm sure that's not his point. Like, I'm sure he wanted you. Tiger's just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if he was in the room, he'd be like, Calm down. <laughs> I'm like, no, I feel yucky inside. Well, we just have to see it and find out. Yeah. Or you guys can see it and tell me what happens, and then I'll oh watch it. God. <laughs> I feel like so, that's our. That's talk about the next do. trailer. <laughs> do we have another trailer? Oh, we, we Bird, had the, the birds, birds of, of prey. prey thing. So, oh yeah, we should discuss that. So You're when right. um, Eric went and saw it, chapter two, there was a teaser for the birds of prey film, which is the Harley Quinn. Um, it's not her movie, but she's a part of she's it. She's like kind of the main face yeah. of it. Um, Technically, it's called Birds of Prey and the and Fantabulous Emancipation of One, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. I yeah. think yeah. that's the full title. Yeah, I think you actually nailed it. I'll go uh, look for it. I... Fantabulous right. is the thing I'm not totally confident on. I think that's correct. I'll go correct. look it up It's something weird. Yeah. But... Um, anyways, they Warner's is taking... A kind of a different approach to the marketing to this film to try to create buzz but they have a, a teaser trailer for it that is only viewable in the theaters it's yeah, not they kind of did this with tenant the christopher nolan movie mm-hmm. um which i also saw before it chapter two awesome um because i love that teaser too <laughs> but uh i mean the teaser itself the birds of prey teaser it's you know it's a teaser it, sh- it shows you lots of footage very but at least it showed edited. you footage because they yeah. did have a teaser, I think when we were at CinemaCon that maybe has now been online, where it's them playing music and you just see them, like their costumes and they're yeah, twirling it's really, around. It's not really footage and, from the movie. It's more of right. like, this is what they're going to look like. This, this is, is more of like a, a screen test to see if the costumes see, it's and cool all that. to now know that you know it's, it has been shot. There's footage yeah. that you can see. But the more interesting takeaway is is kind of what Kyle brought up is the this approach of having marketing material only uh, viewable in the actual theaters themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just made the point yesterday when I saw like rumblings that this was, this teaser was possibly going to be only in theaters uh, that that's kind of, that could be kind of a good thing. I mean, we're just so used nowadays to having the internet be uh, the thing we rely on to see so many trails that always come out like every two months or so when instead yeah. It's just nice to have a tease that's a little bit unknown, only in the theater, so it's like a surprise for you instead of being like, oh, I've seen this already. And well, it's, I, mean, it's I like kinda, it. It's, I like that we're going back to that. I don't know if it's going to happen for a lot of studios, but I like this method. That if Warner's it did, I'd trying. be a fan because, yeah. like I've been saying with seeing movies on streaming and stuff, it's, you know, when you're in the theater and 100% of your attention is on the screen, a good trailer can really make an impression on you whereas maybe a notification pops up or you see on facebook like oh there's this new trailer and you kind of half watch it on your phone you know you may not be as excited or affected by that trailer as you would be if your first your initial um the first time you see it is like in the theater i think it also lends itself to creating that event like atmosphere and excitement to for some of these pictures that just really help the theater so what you're telling consumers is that this is an event this Mm -hmm. is an event you'll only see in the theater this is the little preview you get in the theater because i remember back in the day of just there were just times you never saw trailers even on tv like they Mm -hmm. were just on the previews you never really saw them because you maybe didn't watch the certain channel that they would have been on and we even used to not get as many trailers here in the office and we used to get them on (laughs) 
VHS tapes. <laughs> Trailer screen. We had a huge TV, a VHS player, yeah. and boop. And then that you would get two or three trailers on a VHS from just that company. Right. That's awesome. So I it's just it's weird. It feels very nostalgic going back to that kind of I doubt it'll become the new norm, but I would like to see it expand and be adopted by other studios. Mm-hmm. You may you know, for a bigger event movies at mm-hmm. least. My only concern is is um because you didn't seem as excited about the birds of prey i don't know if the trailer well, just the trailer's this, like 20 seconds long right i don't know if it did what it was supposed to do i think if you're going to tease it needs trailer, to be like a full-on trailer right, trailer only seen in theaters it yeah. needs to be that and it needs to have like a scene or a clip of the movie and mm-hmm. then not have it anywhere else yeah no that's a good idea that's a good point i feel like you just this need to is give something that i more. feel like would play before like a youtube video yeah it's just so short and before you really know what's going on, it's kind of already over. Right. Um, no, they need to give them something to sit there and feel like they got something special out of yeah. it in at, 20 like, seconds. At the same time, though, it could, it could cause more anticipation, I think, because people don't have a clue what it is. So yeah, then but not like it's that trying minimal. To find... Yeah, but you can't make it like... Like, I know you like the tenant thing, but me and I, I know, I really everyone like in it. the theater after the tenant trailer, cause, and that's even more minimal than this Birds of Prey. Oh, thing. for sure, for sure. After it's over, people are just kind of like, I mean, okay, what, yeah. was, what was that? Sure, sure. You didn't leave any by making it so short. You didn't leave anything memorable. Well, so for not me only is it like, so, oh, you can yeah. have memorable short little teasers, but you got to show stuff that's gonna stick with you. There's yeah. nothing mm-hmm. memorable about seeing a dude look at a bullet hole. I loved it. But no, you do make a good point. <laughs> do you love it because it was good in of itself or just the anticipation of another Christopher Nolan film? Oh, and for it's sure. Like, it's, <laughs> it's for sure my own anticipation. And so, it and totally the, is. And the 20 seconds validates that anticipation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, this is a real thing. Here it is. Yeah, I'm that's totally it. what it is. And it's got it's this my guy. Own, it's yeah, my nobody own in the theater was at all impressed. In fact, I would say most of them were just either confused or kind of just like, yeah, who's Christopher Nolan? Why why should I so care? So in Ugh. the Harley Quinn, um, <laughs> Birds of Prey, Joker's um not going to be in that, correct? Don't, I hope we never see that. I don't Jared believe Leto he Joker. is. I've not Leto heard Joker. anything about Leto being in this movie. Is he? And he's shooting um that Morbius Sony no, movie yeah. right now, so I don't think he was a part of their shooting schedule. Okay. I was going to say, if there was something like that, where even if he was in the movie for like 10 seconds at the end. Actually, that um, would probably that blow been, the doors open. That would have been a really that yeah, awesome teaser. That is a good no, point. I hate it. I hate the idea. I love it. I liked or his not, Joker. I don't know why I'm in the minority on this. I thought it was Because he's awful. For... Just look at him. I'm looking at his pop vinyl right now. <laughs> <I did. laughs> he right has damage tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. Joker's not this blunt. Look how edgy I am. I will admit that I one tattoo like... is a bit on the nose. Yeah. Any I've, of them. I didn't are. care. I was fine with it. I that, think whatever. He, that Joker Ugh. works for that Harley Quinn. And I that don't Joker see works as... for the terrible movie that is Suicide Squad, I guess. But I wouldn't want that Joker in this new Joker movie coming up. It just, it works for that kind of poppy Harley Quinn. I will say though, like the one, the one good thing I will say about the Jared Leto Joker is the fact that it's a nice palate cleanser for in between. (laughs) That's a good point. So if, if anything, we we should give a terrible Joker that everybody hates. So that when Joaquin Phoenix comes out, he's not being compared to Heath could've, Ledger. Could have been going, their plan oh, all along. So much along. better than Jared Leto. Could have been their plan all along. I'm telling you, it's genius. I, it's too genius for hire that me to be their plan. <laughs> <laughs> hire me, Warners. <laughs> well, it worked out. <laughs> anyway, but um, I don't know. I have nothing else to add on. Yeah, <laughs> no, we've only got a couple things left. Sure, let's keep going. Um, um, we'll blow through this one because there's really not a whole lot to say. Except our sheer surprise. Yeah, apparently Tomb Raider was big With enough to Alicia get a sequel. Alicia Vikander Yes, Tomb Raider. Apparently Tomb Raider 2 is going to be a thing. And it's a, it's switching studios. The first one was Warner Bros. I think this one's Lionsgate or something. Or I no, think, United Artists. I think it's United Artists. Releasing. Um but the interesting thing is, Kyle's much more familiar with him than I am, but the director is Ben Wheatley, who's kind of, before this, was a pretty res- well-respected director. He's well-respected. I don't think he's well-known. Um, the last thing I saw of his was Free Fire from A24. Actually, that was... He's not really a big that, blockbuster uh, guy. He's never really no, made a big... No, but he's good with action, though. He, okay. he definitely He's good with action and characters as well. Those were the two big takeaways I had of, of his. Um and I liked last year's Tomb Raider, but it wasn't anything special. Nothing memorable about it. 
Um, everything was handled fine, but it just doesn't leave an impact. I'm hoping with him directing the sequel, it kind of gives it a facelift lift and a boost to where it will become like at least kind of memorable <laughs> from so. those last two right from that last two writer i never saw the actual movie but i just remember the trailers were just her hitting things with her chest and being like uh, uh, <laughs> in the trailer like i don't know with the, why. the candor one yeah it was so annoying I'll have to sweaty people grunting. Makes it a was lot, her. A lot of I don't remember it was like that her at all. Lady grunts. I remember her like jumping and catching a s- swinging vine or something. She, yeah, she ju- did she that. She jumped and caught the vine, and then she jumped and um, went with her hands tied and hit the the plane, and it was like, uh, uh. I just I thought that was so <laughs> annoying. And then I noticed she does that a lot in the video game, and I'm like, why? Why is this a thing with this character? Pretty much any video game, like. If you take away all the other emphasize. sounds except for what the player character is making, it's going to be a lot of like, uh, ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've ever played a Zelda game in your life and you just only pay attention to Link, it's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never played Zelda. Take those sounds out of context, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All people do. So yeah, Tomb Raider 2, that's a thing. Well, it's just funny. Um I remember when I got interviewed for here, like you guys were asking me what movie I saw recently and it was free fire yeah. that I saw. So I answered that and you guys were like, wow, no one's seen that. So I, when I was being, <laughs> and interviewed, I was like, why not? Like, it was so good. When I, I was being interviewed, they're like, what kind of movies are you excited for? And I was like, well, I like I a lot of the a 24 movies and they're both like, Oh, one of these guys. <laughs> I, we definitely asked you what the last movie you saw was. You'd be surprised how many people apply for this position and, here. Like, um, and they've not seen a movie. Aladdin. Maybe? And they could not tell me what the last movie they saw was, and I'm like, it did take me a second. I blanked for a second, but I was like, wait, I know I saw. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I saw Dunkirk it was like Fire. three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It was probably around that time too. Anyway, I that just made me remember that, and I was like, ah, oh, memories. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like this director being on it. Good for him. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. So we only got one <laughs> thing left. This is all Cody's things. I don't really yeah. know what this so is. So Take it away, week, Cody. I'm going to be at, in Spokane, Washington at the Rocky Mountain NATO Regional Convention. So if you're in the area, you should stop by. It's at the Davenport Hotel, which is this beautiful old historic hotel in downtown Spokane. Nice. And it's just these regional conventions are really nice um, for local theater owners and operators to be able to come check out the trade show, see what's new in seating and projection equipment and all that. And, you know, they're going to screen Abominable there. So we'll get to see that. Um, They're going to have another screening from a smaller distributor, Vetflix. So Hmm. which does um, military themed movies so Mm. we'll see something from them um they'll give presentations by the exhibitor relations departments that are going i believe that sony lionsgate universal and warners will be there cool representing so that'll be awesome and you'll get to go shake the hands of the year exhibitor relations contacts which is always really nice and they're the contacts for that region so those are the people that you actually do want to contact face-to-face yeah, meeting. It's if you if you want to have an in theater promotion, um, definitely these are the people to get a hold of. So awesome! It's for the Rocky Mountain region, but um, I definitely really highly suggest they're they are a lot better money wise, a lot more affordable than say like the big convention, the CinemaCon one in Vegas. So if you can't always make Vegas, definitely one of these are these are good alternatives to that so yeah, that sounds super helpful and i'll be there so you can come find me <laughs> all week all week Wonderful. it's um monday through thursday and the trade show is just open for a couple hours in the afternoon and then they do really good with meet and greets and they they plan a lot of little events where everybody can get together and have drinks so mm-hmm. my kind of thing they could <laughs> meet the off the break podcast host herself in person cody cruz i think that's <laughs> i think that's a big deal yeah <laughs> So I would be glad to meet anybody if they want to come. It'll be really fun. Yeah, that sounds like it'll be a blast. Awesome. Yeah, and super helpful too. So oh, 
definitely. I think it's good to um, just get together and have community. I feel like sometimes yeah. theater owners just feel like they're in this. And this industry is By so different from anything else. People c- often come from different backgrounds in retail or finance or whatever your other background can be and they come into this industry and they're like, like what, what is this why are why? we doing it this way yeah and where's the rhyme and reason yeah there is no rhyme and reason and <laughs> so you just gotta get in the flow of things and it just helps i think to get together with other theater yeah, owners lift each other up navigate it together yeah just that's a good way of alone. looking at it that is a good way of looking at it i like that so uplifting oh um but yeah rocky mountain I like going to that. Um, I'm going to try to start hitting more of these regional conventions because we actually have clients all over the U.S. So mm-hmm. I should probably be going to every one of them. Cool. But I always hit up the Rocky Mountain one. It's usually very close. And Spokane is great. And the Davenport is one of my favorite hotels <laughs> ever. So mm. I'm super excited to go. Awesome. Cool. We can't wait to hear uh, how it all went. I'm going to see if I can get back in time next week to do the podcast. I'll probably be so tired, but definitely wanted follow up with you guys about it yeah no for sure we'd love to have you <laughs> yeah so that's where i'm gonna be next week cool well Perfect. next weekend i guess yeah is there anything new, like big next weekend uh, the goldfinch i know the, the goldfinch. goldfinch yeah but this weekend is all about movie. it chapter two yeah it's probably gonna make all kinds of bank yeah it's a good movie Do you uh, think it's it? a long one but i think most people will like it especially if you're fans of the first one you'll be satisfied there's a lot more to like than to not like right do you think it will make more in its opening than it did? I don't think it, I don't think it can match the first one. I think it's running time and just did it make a hundred mil opening? The first one? Yeah, uh, opening night anyway. Opening night? You mean opening I weekend? F- Maybe opening weekend. I'm trying. Yeah, to Yeah, it made over a hundred opening weekend. I think it's still the yeah not opening night. It's still the record holder for the highest grossing horror right. film of all time. I think it's like a hundred and ten or something. Yeah, I guess you're right then. It would be pretty hard for it to exceed that. Um, I mean, regardless, It Chapter 2 is going to make a bunch of money. For which sure. Which is good because we've just had a few weekends of just kind of holdovers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mellow times at the box office. But yeah, leave it to Pennywise and the Losers Club to wake it up. I mean, Cody said this. She might have said this already in the podcast. I don't remember. But um, Thursday Night Alone, it made 10 mil yep. so far. Yeah, 10 and a half. Which, that's, pretty, that's a pretty good number. You want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> be more like it chapter two <laughs> yeah but i mean for that for this weekend that it's pretty much going to be that um i think it lion king and hobbs and shaw will do well yeah. too but i think the first week of it made like 123 yeah i think this one will be close mm-hmm. but i don't know if it'll do as much there was a, a weird anticipation and like well everyone's kind of swelling for well, it. yeah there was even people sure. who hadn't heard of it there's always just kind of like this meme where clowns are scary. You know, yeah. everybody, whether or not they actually are or not, likes to s- talk about how terrifying clowns are. Mm-hmm. And then there's a huge fan uh, fan base for the book. The book is one of the most famous Stephen King books of all time. Yeah. You know, the first one had a lot of things going for it. Uh, and the second one, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people who actually don't know that there's a second half to the book where they're all grown-ups. Some people think that this is just like right. like a sequel. You know, instead yeah, of a they part think two. Yeah, exactly. So. I think there is some people there. So that'll get the normies. The normies, exactly. <laughs> but no, I think it'll, it'll still do a lot. And For most sure. people will be pr- highly satisfied. Yeah, Warners will be happy too. Oh, Warners needs it. They've had, not that their films have been bad. They just haven't been connecting. Yeah, not the, yeah, not they the best year. They haven't no. been selling as good as they hope so. I think they Shazam, had... Godzilla. I think Shazam was good, but after that, Godzilla was a little weak. Um, Detective Pikachu. That was pretty good, but not. It wasn't gonna ever gonna. Well, be that was kind of their huge. trend, you know. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, that's kind they of do breaking all right, even. But nothing. I mean, I think they they positioned Godzilla to be the their big summer temple, yeah. and it didn't. Yeah, it was never gonna. And be. they're they gonna be banking on a few little ones. Joker and this one for sure. This Joker, yeah. Um. What else do they got at the end of the year? They got Doctor Sleep. The trailer for that is supposed to be coming out Sunday, Ooh. I believe. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I saw Doctor Sleep. A, that um, that's all I'm. They brought of now a, quite a bit of footage movies. for that at CinemaCon, mm-hmm. and it looks so good. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that one. That Love one's me gonna some be more really Ewan. 
Uh, do we want to talk about next week's movies, uh, Hustlers and Goldfinch, or should we wait for next I week? I mean, there's yeah. not much to say right now. Um, Goldfinch could potentially go on to be a kind of an awards contender. Yeah, I hear that Goldfinch early, but, is yeah. not as depressing as the trailers made it out to be. That I don't think it looked that depressing, but it definitely looked sad. The first yeah. one was a major the book. <laughs> the book it's based on is like a Pulitzer Prize winning. It's a big deal. Yeah, People it is love a big deal. the book. So yeah. if the movie can do it justice, I feel it. You know, it has a yeah. chance of being a big shot. There's contender. a there's a lot of buzz, at least on the internet for Hustlers. Like for an XTX movie, like it's actually pretty impressive how much. Um, Did you buzz spell from out S E X or S T X? S T X. Did I say S T X? I heard, no, heard S T X. Okay. Did you? Yeah. I heard the sec- other thing. <laughs> it's like you spelled that, that out. Was funny. The dildo conversation all over again. I mean, I'm coming off as such like this prude person, but. <laughs> <laughs> We Did don't you talk say like that on this sex air. on our podcast? Thanks, Kyle. And you spelled it out. People aren't gonna know what S-E-X. you said because I knew you weren't gonna like it, Cody. I'm so sorry. This is an sex movie. <laughs> There's lots of sex. <laughs> well, I don't know how much there'll be in Hustlers, but there is actually oh. a lot more hype for people to see this, and I think and people are realizing it's Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she's not a, a seller of movies Constant these days. Constant Wu, which I wish was Ali Wong. I'd want to see it more if it was her. Brutal. <laughs> I don't know really who they are, but Constant I'm probably Wu. not going to see She was it. from Fresh Off the Boat. And Crazy and, Rich uh, Asians. Crazy Rich I do Asians. like her. I just yeah. love Ali Wong more. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> okay. in the future. Go <laughs> see It Chapter 2. Yeah. It's long, but it's good. The middle is a little not the best, but it makes up for it by nailing the ending. Yep. So. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you should check us out on iTunes and leave a review. We need some reviews, people. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. Yeah. Give us some suggestions, ask us questions, point out some movies that, you know, maybe you think deserve to be talked about more. Yeah, definitely. Anything you can think of. And if you're in the Spokane, um, Washington area next week, come see me at Rocky Mountain NATO at the Davenport Hotel. Awesome. Wonderful. And uh, be sure to... Check out our podcast, not only on iTunes, but as well as SilverScreenInsider.com, uh, where you can find all the trails that we discuss, all the movie information uh, for your theater needs, and all the articles that we have posted yeah. and also talked about here on the show. I keep cool. talking about posting articles. I will get it. Maybe Bad Boys will be my first article. <laughs> That's the one. That's the it one wasn't Shaft, but it's we'll this one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Have Take a good weekend. Easy. Bye.